today's episode will be about um, the rumors and speculation regarding the contract status of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and where they'll end up. Are they ready to jump ship from WWE and move on to AEW? I'm about to let you know everything I know, so stay tuned for that. Thank you. I waited to record this episode because I wanted to see if any more breaking news would come out. So, Kevin Owens, a.k.a. Kevin Steen, was believed to have signed a new five-year contract sometime in 2018. Maybe Kevin was playing with the fans and keeping his business private. Update. Glad I updated this. It turns out WWE restructured Kevin and many other talents' contracts right before the pandemic hit. So now we have an update on how we all thought Kevin was, you know, contracted until 2023. And now he might be gone at the end of 2021, the very beginning of 2022. I had been trying to keep my eyes open on any information regarding Sami Zayn and his contract status. Many people claimed it was set to expire sometime this fall. Some said the end of September, others the November, October, and now I'm hearing it will be December due to time added due to injury. This was all known before anything was known about Kevin Owens and his status. The other day, Kevin tweeted and quickly deleted the coordinates to Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore was the name of a faction he had previously been in with the Young Bucks and Adam Cole, the newest signing to AEW. Then the news broke that Kevin's contract was set to expire. I had always assumed that Sammy would debut first in AEW. I have so many thoughts about this. I was praying to the wrestling gods for them to jump ship the minute Moxley appeared at the end of the first AEW pay-per-view. With the way WWE has recently been letting talent go, there's no longer any safety in the job. You can be champion and let go a few months later. The first clue came when the Good Brothers were let go. Now, I am not a fan of Gallows and Anderson together or separately. But I'm really disgusted by what Triple H, a.k.a. Paul Levesque, said to, I hate to use the word manipulate, but I'm going to use it, to manipulate the situation to get them to sign with WWE instead of going to AEW. He told them to think about their families and the job security afforded to them by working for the WWE. If you love pro wrestling and all your friends were having fun at a company that didn't suck the soul out of your, you know, your creative passion, where would you choose? I know my answer. For Kevin, his family is his number one priority. And a lighter schedule to be close to the same pay, if not more, would be very attractive. There's no reason to feel like to be a good provider that he would need to stay with WWE. That's just gone out the window. They could fire him tomorrow. 
There's no safety. There's no guarantee. Sammy is more guarded in his personal life, so I won't speculate on his motives of, you know, providing for his family or whatever. But just resting his body and being able to promote his charity and leaving a toxic workplace must be so appealing. He's friends with uh, Renee, John Moxley's wife. And, you know, he has to, he has to, if he hasn't talked to Mox directly, he has to have talked to friends of Mox to hear how much better the situation is at AEW. Can you imagine being Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens and watching All Out and not wanting to be a part of that? That could never be me. I understand that there are complaints about how loaded the roster of AEW is, but these two must have been on the short list for Kenny and the Bucks. I think that these are two signings that you cannot pass up. I would have passed up a few uh, signings that they made, but that's a different story. But that's why I've been so concerned about who gets signed because I wanted to leave room on the roster for Sammy and Kevin because I always had faith that they would jump ship. But even with the loaded roster, AEW rotates their talent. They have a two-hour show on Wednesday, a one-hour show on Friday, with the option to expand to two hours and move. I think it would be great to be a Saturday show at six o'clock, like uh, when I was a kid, especially with the move coming to TBS. <clears throat> and they also have the two YouTube shows, which I like how they use the big name stars to work with the newer workers and, you know, it's fun. Obviously, it's not going to be the greatest matches ever, but it's fun. And I think I've seen um, Sammy talk about wanting to like coach and things after he retires, which now the PC isn't going to be the PC that he came into and helped build. And, you know, it's not going to be independent workers that he's going to be able to help train in the WWE style and how to find the camera. It's going to be all tall muscle heads and just, you know, Vince's edict about not signing the independent workers, I think would really sour Sammy on working with um, new talent if that's the thing he wanted when he retired. So he'd be able to mentor people and help the young talent in AEW just by being in the ring with them. So that's another attractive thing. Um, you know, he's good friends with Kenny. They're good friends with everyone in the locker room. It's all, it's all people they've worked with. I don't think they have quote unquote heat with anyone there. So I forgot um, Kevin's even close with Cody, which I always forget. And he's the one who told the Young Bucks, not that they wouldn't have done it on their own, but Kevin got in touch with the Young Bucks and told them, you know, keep an eye out for Cody and look how well that happened. So... If anybody should be in AEW, it's definitely Kevin Steen. Like, that's without question. And uh, Kevin and Sammy seem to be a package deal. Where one goes, the other follows. So, I don't know. You got to think about it. Now that they have Adam Cole, they can do the Mount Rushmore reunion. And, you know, the Super Elite is cool or whatever. But now you can split them up, have two different factions. There's so many ways you could go with it that creatively this wouldn't ruin any plans. If anything, it would help 
keep things from getting stale. I don't know. The my thing, which I would have to assume wrestlers care about, but you know, I could be wrong. I'm not a wrestler. I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a fan. But you know, you listen to interviews, you see what matters to certain people. And the AEW workers are actually treated like independent contractors, unlike WWE, which controls everything you do outside of the company. You're not allowed to have a cameo. You're not allowed to stream on Twitch. A certain few are lucky enough to have YouTubes, but YouTube channels, but that could be taken away at any moment. If you're an independent contractor, you're only supposed to be working the dates that you're contracted for. And probably I would assume it's written in the contract, you know, not to do anything that looks bad for the company and things like that, which that makes sense. I would never complain about that. But you compare that to AEW, where they're actually treated like independent contractors. They're able to book indie dates. They can have the flexibility to work in Japan or Mexico or anywhere in the world they'd want to. They're free to stream on Twitch. I think they're actually encouraged to at this point. Or really anything that they'd like to do that doesn't interfere with AEW and their like contracted dates. They're free to do anything. The last point that people love to like say and bring up about how WWE is superior is that, ooh, they'll make less money. I have no concrete knowledge of this, but I will say this. Even if it was less money, which I highly, highly doubt, the more time at home would make up for it. Like, you work less dates for let's say it's less money, but I I really do think Tony Khan's offering competitive money. So say you could make the same amount of money, work less dates because they don't have to do, they're only doing TV. They're not a touring company yet. And I I don't see plans for that in the future, especially with the pandemic happening and um, all of that. So you can make the same money You could be home more with your family or just, you know, rest your body that you've been taking bumps for, you know, almost 20 years at this point. Or you could take your free time and go all around the world and have dream matches that you haven't been able to have because you've been, you know, contracted with the WWE. I don't know. Everyone has to make the decision that's right for them. And I can't begrudge them. They know more than I do. They know their situations. I don't know them. But from everything I know from them on the indies, they loved telling a story and being creative. And I don't feel that they can fully do that in the WWE. I know some people say Kevin Owens has been treated really well. And he hasn't been treated bad. I could I could never say they treated him bad. But when's the last time he's been in contention for a title? It's been years. The Roman program was great. And I, at times, actually believed Kevin had a chance. But that's because, you know, he's great at storytelling and being a wrestler. But with the meta knowledge that Roman was not about to drop that belt anytime soon... I mean, what's Kevin supposed to do? Let's not talk about how Sami Zayn gets treated. 
he was my he is my number one WWE wrestler. He's my favorite. Kevin's number two, but you know, it's a very close call. I love them both. But as a Sami Zayn fan, I mean, I'm super grateful that Vince finally put the Intercontinental title on him. That's like well deserved. Even though that title doesn't mean today what it meant when I was a little girl. When I was a kid, the Intercontinental title meant something. So to me, that was like a great reward for Sammy that I didn't think he'd, you know, be able to have. But within the last two months, he disappeared from television for four weeks for no, with no explanation, for no apparent reason, because as far as I know, he was at the tapings and he was used for the dark shows. And I just, I will never understand how the heart and soul of NXT a ready-made babyface for the main roster, was treated the way he was. His heel turn was great. Sami Zayn as a heel is money. So I, I don't begrudge Vince keeping him heel. But he's never been in the title contention as a heel. Like, we're not going to talk about <laughs> SmackDown back with the whole Shane McMahon thing. So I guess, okay, technically he was in the contention, but it was, it never felt real. It never felt like that was going to be followed through with. I don't know. I can't, like, I hate to speculate on what people, what makes them happy and what their goals are. And I, I do know for them and many others, like, you know, who was it? I can't remember now. Forget it. I do know for many. Oh, Adam Cole. That's who I was talking about. I know just like Adam Cole, the dream was always to make it in the WWE. That was just the dream. It's certain guys my age in my age range. That's just, you know, that's what it is. And I think the only left, the only thing left for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn is to main event WrestleMania. Because they've had their WrestleMania match. And for many, that's like, that's enough. Like, you've done something, you know. You know you're never going to get the main event. Because even going back to CM Punk's day, it's always going to go to the part-timers. It's it's always going to go with whoever Vince wants. Even if your story made sense to be last or, you know, it's just they won't put the belt on you at that time. It's going to be Roman Reigns. Face or heel, however the audience reacts to that to him, it's a foregone conclusion. And I don't see that changing within the next few years, but that's another story. The only thing left is for Sami Zayn to hold main title gold. Well, he has the Intercontinental title on his resume, but it's a it's a crime against wrestling that he's never been world champion. I don't know. Kevin has so many accolades. The only thing I as a Dan really, really wanted to see them do in WWE was to have a tag team title run. I thought that would have been such a great story. I wouldn't even have cared if they were faces or heels. Like I would have took that story any way I could have gotten it. So it'll be weird if they go to AEW because I'll be fine with Kevin Owens becoming Kevin Steen. Like that's great. But what is Sami Zayn going to do? He can't be Sami Zayn. He has his charity, Sami, for Syria. So I'm going to have to assume he keeps Sami and gets a new last name. I don't know. He could always pull out El Generico. But, and I loved that gimmick. Like, 
don't get me wrong, 100% behind it, a fan. But in 2021, say 2022, by the time they get there, I don't know if um, that survives the wrestling fans on Twitter and social media. Like, Like, I do see how it could be problematic, but I never saw how problematic it could be until I showed a friend a clip of El Generico, and she was legitimately horrified. She was like, this is, what year was this? This is, this is, you can't do this. And I'm like, oh, I, I never heard any complaints about it. She's like, no, in the year we are living now, this is just not acceptable. But I know Sammy likes the challenge of getting over with a crowd and, I think creatively, maybe he'd love the challenge of coming up with a new character. You know, um, Kevin Steen is going to be Kevin Steen from the Indies, and that will be amazing. Um, he can he can incorporate some of his Kevin Owens, you know, characteristics and stuff. There's so many good matchups. There's so many rematches from you know the PWG days and Ring of Honor days where they've, you know, matured and developed as wrestlers, like, it wouldn't be retreads. And like I said, I'm more excited to see them with the new talent. And even if they never get a chance to be the champion of AEW, I think I'd rather be creatively fulfilled in a positive work environment with that good locker room and, you know, be in the mid-card there than be sitting and catering at WWE and, you know, walking on pins and needles, worrying every day whether you're going to have a job tomorrow. Like, you're at the whims of a crazy old man. Like, I'd rather work for a guy my age who gets wrestling, who is a fan, than a man who hates wrestling and despises that being his legacy. He's the man who tells everyone for years and years and years I'm not in the wrestling business. I'm in the sports entertainment business. And then it changed to, I'm in the entertainment business. He's embarrassed of wrestling. He doesn't want the wrestlers to call themselves wrestlers. They're sports entertainers. That's fine. That's his business. And if people like that and they want to work there, that's great. If fans want to watch that, that's quite all right. You have the right to do whatever you want. But... If I had a passion for pro wrestling, as an example, Brian Danielson, like Brian Danielson said, it was a hard decision. And for him, I heard he's Vince's favorite wrestler. Vince loves him. His wife's stepfather is in charge of talent relations. This was not an easy move for Brian Danielson to make. And I think more than anyone, he is an indictment of WWE. They would have gave him the moon. They would have allowed him to work outside dates. But when it came down to it, he chose AEW. He chose to go where the great wrestling is, where, you know, it's just, it's a better place. And it's, I've heard a lot of people who don't work there, don't believe people when they praise the locker room and stuff. And then I, b- I believe it was um, came up with the Ruby, so- Ruby Soho hiring. And then you get there and you find out it is as good as everyone says. And people are just blown away. Like, 
I can't even imagine. The WWE locker room is so much less toxic than the 90s and the 2000s. And people consider themselves family. But, you know, there's still rivalries. There's still petty backstabbing. You know, it's a business. And everyone's trying to get on top. But, like, I can't imagine how bad it is because I thought it was so much better than it was in the past but I can't imagine how bad it is that when people get to AEW it's like they're refugees who 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 fled a bad situation it's ridiculous but like I said Brian Danielson is the biggest indictment and I know a lot of people thought John Moxley was just sour grapes and everything but I I don't agree with that at all creatively he was treated horribly and it's almost like it's his fault for having charisma and being able to make those awful scripts sound, you know, somewhat entertaining. It's like, because he was so talented, he got the short end of the stick. But he was like the number three full-time guy in the company. Like the only people ahead of him were Roman and Seth. So it's weird to say like, oh, you know, he wasn't washed up. He wasn't a husband. He walked away. He fulfilled his contract. And at the time, all the speculation, even from inside WWE, was that he was going to retire. Nobody thought he was going to go, you know, do what he did. And it's like, I, I just, I'll never understand why John Moxley alone isn't enough of a, of a, of proof of like, I mean, imagine taking a chance on an unknown company. Like, I admire John Moxley forever for that. And I always hope AEW treats him right because besides, you know, Chris Jericho and, you know, all the members of, you know, the Bullet Club at the time or the all the elite, um, you know, John Moxley's the thing that got people to, like, tune in who were unsure of it. Because, wow, he walked away from the, the big machine. He walked away from WWE. He could have signed a fat contract and just rested on his laurels and had mediocre matches and be there and be, you know. He would have turned into CM Punk with the love of wrestling beaten out of him. And I'm so glad he left before that happened. Because imagine if we had to go, you know, seven years without seeing John Moxley, that would be a crime against wrestling. So in conclusion, all the speculation about Kevin and Sammy and their future, I don't see many people thinking they'll stay. The last news I heard today was someone confirming that with within the company, and obviously this is speculation, I don't have sources, these are just things I read, I don't know how reputable it is, though I try not to read unreputable news sites, so if I read it, it was from one of the major um, wrestling reporters, but the feeling was inside of WWE that Kevin Owens was not going to sign a new contract, that when his contract expired, he was out the door. And just in my opinion, out of Sammy and Kevin, I thought Kevin would be the one who would stay as he's been treated so well and everything. So if people within the company are thinking that Kevin's ready to jump, then I don't see how it's not both of them. So I will keep you posted. Um, thank you for listening. And tell me if you like 
um, episodes about, you know, the rumors and speculation of what's happening. Again, thank you for listening.